good evening brethren i hope that your day has been well i believe that you are also walking in the joy of the sabbath that we have just begun welcome to today's podcast in this episode we are going to talk about shall we dance we are going to talk about shall we dance and with us today is our guest an adventist sentinel who will take us through the study of shall we shall we dance i am your host lango evans so at this wonderful time i would like to welcome the adventist sentinel that we have as our guest for this episode to give us a word of prayer so brother lucky bill welcome to this podcast and uh, god bless you for your you. time that you have created for this session for this episode so you can uh, give us the opening prayer then we begin hello listeners my name is lucky b as you had and together we pray let us pray our dear father in heaven above we are so much grateful for this opportunity to share your word this opportunity to understand and understand concerning us and our behaviors but we are going to tackle a very sensitive topic on whether it we should dance and we plead for divine guidance we plead that this be poured out in abundance that your word will richly dwell in us lord will bring into remembrance as pictures gold in settings of silver the dear the words which we shall share will bless souls that will hear and that will work for the advancement of your kingdom guide us all throughout use us suppress the self that the dear father whatever we shall say may be only for the glory and honor of your name we invite your presence come and dwell with us we ask jesus name Amen. Amen and amen brother brother Lucky. As uh, you have said that uh, the topic of shall we dance is a topic uh, that is very sensitive and I know it is a topic that is uh, that is very broad that we cannot uh, squeeze into into one episode. So by the guidance of the Holy Spirit we will do what we are able to do today and try to understand that does the Bible support dancing as a part of the worship service? and uh added to what you have said that this is a very broad topic that uh that these are sensitive topic that you cannot finish in an episode this is also a broad topic and coupled with it being a broad topic is that it is a topic that has been studied at a very superficial level people have not gone into 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 the bible to understand the the aspect of of dancing or these uh thing of of dancing so what you are going to discuss with brother lucky is uh, does the bible support dancing as as the part of worship we will also ask ourselves that should send the adventists today accept dancing as a legitimate form of social entertainment or as a component of divine worship and when we talk about send the adventists accepting dancing as a legitimate legitimate form of social entertainment or as a component of divine worship uh, can we support that can we back up that with the spirit of prophecy can we back that up with with the, with the word of god and we know very well when we go back to 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 advent history that when it was asked that does the bible support dancing as a part of worship the answer has always been been no and the reason uh, has been has been the belief that the bible does not in any way or in any form or in any manner sanction the modern type of dancing which is for example done by mm-hmm. couples and we know very well that the bible does not uh, even ever uh, does not ever mention dancing in the context of worship service we should get there right that bible does not uh, mention dancing in the context of the worship service and as we have seen uh, brother lucky that in recent years uh, mm-hmm. there have been uh, this question has been reexamined and uh, very many even among the adventist quarters and some have come to claim that they have found biblical support for for dancing that's why as you said it's a very interesting uh 
topic. And uh, given that uh, it has been re-examined in these recent days, it will be important to understand uh, what is the picture for these last days and uh, yeah. why is this subject of dancing has been a controversial issue among Christians with each person who is coming with his or her own view. So you can give us the picture of the last days and how it is related with uh, this issue of dancing that we are discussing. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the introduction. Indeed, the topic of whether we should dance or not is a very is a very interesting topic. And the reason why going to the last days, it's because following the biblical principle, we are told that there is a time for everything. If you shall turn with me the Bibles to the book of Ecclesiastes, <laughs> chapter three. We are told that a time, everything under the earth. Ecclesiastes, mm -hmm. the third chapter, mm -hmm. the Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse four. Mm -hmm. We are told that there is a time to weep mm -hmm. and a time to laugh, mm -hmm. a time to mourn and a time to dance. So there is a time for everything and there is a time for dancing now we need to ask ourselves is it a time for dancing first of all what time is it in earth's history when we understand the times in which we are living in then we shall understand whether dancing is right or not because we shall understand the time it is dictates everything that we do and everyone in this world right now understands that the times in Everyone should understand. But the this session, we shall understand that we are actually in the last days. And you turn with me to the book, to the book of Timothy, Second Timothy chapter three. We are given a picture of days. Second Timothy chapter three. I'll read from verse one. It says. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent fears, despisers of those that are good. Now the four speaking attention it says traitors heady high men loves of pleasure more than lovers of god and taking into perspective all these things then we understand that all these are happening and it is a clear indication living in last days now days god presents john the revelator look the stream of time beholds back and the position God's people during this time. Men are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Men are lovers of their own. Men are covetous. Men selfishness that is given to the people living in this. And that message is found in the book of Revelation. It's the book of Revelation, the 14th chapter, beginning from verse the way to verse 12. It gives us a special message. In Adventist lingo, it is understood as the third angel's message. We shall focus on the third angel's message, 12th verse, because it is a summation. Revelation chapter 14, verse 12 says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. So we understand the work of Adventists at this time because they are represented as messengers, angels, those who proclaim the message of God. The message of this is point people to obey the law of God, that here are they that keep the commandments of God. 
it is to people to look for the coming of the son of man because in verse 13 it says that blessed in verse 14 it says and i listen behold a white cloud and upon the cloud sat like unto the son of man that the second coming of and you'll understand that as seventh day adventists our very name embodies these two aspects that i've just mentioned pointing people to obey god's law especially the fourth commandment the seventh day and point people to the coming of the lord the second advent that is the message of the third angel's message revelation chapter 14 verse 12 but the world, as we have read in 2 Timothy chapter 3, are going on in a careless and godless way. People, people have turned pulpits into entertainment scenes. People are saying Christ is not coming for the next thousands of years, that the world will just continue as it is. The world is, is asleep in sin. The world is asleep in pleasure-seeking. And as professed Christians are failing to do their part, which is to point people to keep the call of God and to look for the coming of the Son of God, the faith of Jesus Christ, living in preparation of eternity, living in view of eternity, Satan, Satan is working with an honest zeal to trap people. We are told that he will deceive, if possible, even the very elect. Now, Beholding such a solemn work as we have, we have one question that we should ask ourselves. Can we properly engage in worldly pleasure, in sins of dancing and mirth, or shall we proclaim the solemn truth that we have? Some may argue that, well, we can, we can mix the two. We can dance and at the same time we can proclaim the third angel's message but will people be inclined to accept the truths that we hold when they see us dancing, when they see us, the very same things they are seeing in the clubs and in the theaters, us performing. Every one of us has a duty to do, and that is to keep the last sins vividly before the world. Mm -hmm. There is a reality in the truth that we proclaim. It is a solemn message. And the words of Paul to the Thessalonians strike strike us so clearly today. You can mm. look at the book of First Thessalonians chapter. The book of First Thessalonians chapter five. First Thessalonians, Thessalonians chapter, chapter five, five. It's verse four. Verse four. Chapter I'm there, five. I'm, verse I'm there. Four. I'm there. I can I can read. And verse five. Uh, First Thessalonians mm -hmm. chapter chapter four. And verse 5. Chapter 5. Chapter 5, sorry. Chapter five, First, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4 to 5. And uh, this talks to believers mm -hmm. to be ever prepared. It says that, But ye, brethren, mm -hmm. are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Verse 5. Ye are all mm -hmm. the children of light, and the children of the day. We are not of night nor of darkness. Amen. So Amen. there is a work for us to do, and that is to point people to the light. So the question remains, what are we to do? Are we to yield to the indulgence of worldliness? Are we to engage in revelry, or are we to hold the solemn message that we hold? That is the picture of the last days in a nutshell. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Brother Lucky, for the picture that you have just painted to us about about the, about the last days and actually that takes us to to into considering that uh, uh is it wrong to dance because uh very many you find as you have said they are in the world and they want to bring the world into the church or they they are in they are in the church and they want to bring again the world into the church and you find that many as you have talked about the the, the law of god uh, many have uh, have accepted the law of God. Like for example, you find a new convert who have accepted uh, the, the 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 word of God, has accepted the faith of Jesus Christ, and 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 they have come. And maybe just because of the aspect that they are they are new converts, uh, they feel a, a joy that they have never experienced before, and and they rejoice. And together with them, people people rejoice. 
But uh, certain, uh, sometimes when they come into the faith, after they have received uh, Jesus Christ, and you see now it is, it is, it is a day-by-day day journey. It is something that they grow each, uh, each and every day. You'll find some, uh, uh, they find this scene of dancing in the church, and it confuses them. And some of them, because they were in the world, some of them uh, bring uh, this into, into the church. And some will ask, uh, is it sinful to attend dancing parties? And that, just uh -huh. like you have talked about the picture of the last days, uh, and, and how people love pleasure in these very last days, uh, that reminds us of, of, of the Laudation message, the, the, uh, the message to the last church that shall be living as we approach uh, the second coming of, of Jesus Christ. And there's a character about the Laudations that gives us the picture uh, of the last days just as you have, as you have uh, defined. Uh, in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, the message unto the angel of the church of the Laudations, whereby he writes, he tells them, So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold or hot, I will spill thee out of my mouth. And that is uh, that lukewarmness is what we see when it comes to such solemn topics like, like this. Someone wants to be in the church, mm -hmm. someone also wants mm -hmm. to be in the club, or someone wants to be in the church and wants to bring the club into the into, into the church. So just as, as we have said, Brother Lucky, is that the picture of the last days, it shows lukewarmness when it comes to solemn subjects like the issue of dancing. And that makes mm -hmm. us ask now, is it wrong to dance? Is it wrong to dance? That is the question that we ask ourselves. Is it wrong to dance, Brother Lucky? Amen, amen. Indeed. Thank you, thank you for the addition. There is a, there is a state of lukewarmness in the mm -hmm. church, mm -hmm. a mixing of hot and cold, mm -hmm. a mixing of light and darkness. And the reason why there is lukewarmness, it's because people have not fixed their eyes on Jesus. That beautiful hymn says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to be a Seventh-day Adventist? To be a Christian, as the name implies, is to be a follower of Christ. Uh, speaking in the same chapter, Revelation chapter 14, Brother Lango, you can read it for us. Before the message is given, the third angel's message, mm -hmm. Revelation chapter 14, we are given a view of those who are following Jesus. Revelation, chapter, Revelation 14. From uh, verse number 14, verse 4. Verse 4 says, mm -hmm. uh, These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed yeah. from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. Thus, this is a picture of those who are living in the last generation, mm -hmm. that they follow the lamb mm -hmm. with a server he goes. So for us to understand if it is wrong to dance, mm -hmm. the answer must be found from Jesus. We mm -hmm. have to follow Jesus mm -hmm. and look to him and ask him, Savior, is it wrong to dance or is it right to dance? Mm -hmm. And Ellen White puts it so clearly, saying that to those who plead for these diversions, mm -hmm. that is diversion towards dancing. Mm -hmm. We answer, we cannot indulge in them mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Mm -hmm. I want you to consider, dear listener, when you are at the dancing scene, what is uppermost in your mind? Are you thinking of Christ and his humiliation and, his, and what he offers to us as Christians? the spiritual elevation or are you thinking of the lowly and sensual passions are you thinking of christ where is your mind focused on because everything on this world we need to wait in the balances of the great controversy on which side are you standing are you standing on the side or under side of the prince of darkness the true christian cannot seek for amusement in any
any place in which he cannot honor his savior in any place directed towards jesus and so the focus of the message whether it is wrong to dance or not we need to understand that the problem the problem is not with the dancing rather the problem is where are our eyes fixed are we looking to jesus truly because if we are following jesus then we shall not be entrapped to follow the pleasures of this world you know it has become it to engage to engage in sin they have become so so much familiarized with sin our our environment has become so much indulged in sin that sin has become familiar to us we can no longer see it in its evil nature we no, we no longer understand the enormity of sin there are many who to be the children of god but they they delight in sins in fact they they pride themselves in sins which the word of god clearly condemns and some even bring in this worldly sins into the church and it's almost as if they baptize the sins by giving them godly names so that they can use purposes but as long as the foundation is as long as it is it can indulged in in the name of Jesus Christ in fact mrs white goes a step further to say that in many religious families these are families in which people morning and evening devotion the word of god is upheld and yes they believe in the word of god but in many religious families dancing and card playing not only dancing mm-hmm. of cards Mm-hmm. has been made as a past time event mm-hmm. that people are tired in the house they want they want to relax they put worldly music to dance and to mm-hmm. play cards and mm-hmm. it is urged that these are just quiet home amusements that they mm-hmm. can be safe enjoyed under the parental eye the parent can look at the children and they'll not go any far you know they think that it is only when you dance in clubs and theater halls mm-hmm. But once these things are done in the home there is a love created for these pleasures mm-hmm. you are slowly cultivating a love in the heart of the children and even in your own hearts as parents mm-hmm. the the love for these pleasures mm-hmm. and that which was considered harmless in the home setting will not be regarded as dangerous abroad mm-hmm. it is a step by step by a slight departure from of rest we go on to perdition mm-hmm. nothing good can be obtained from these amusements they do not give vigor to the body nor rest to the mind they do not implant in the soul one virtuous or holy sentiment as i had said earlier whatever you are engaging in you know we are told in the book of first corinthians chapter 10 verse 30 one brother learning for us first corinthians 10 verse 31 first corinthians chapter 10 verse, verse 31. Uh, number 31 mm-hmm. the word of the lord says says this it says that whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do do all to the glory of god that is the question we need to ask ourselves that when we are engaging in these things are we glorifying god is sure. jesus upheld in our minds sure. is it done to the glory of god can we safely after performing that kneel down and ask for the blessing of god mm-hmm. if the answer is no then we can know that it is not safe mm-hmm. yes thank you very much uh, brother brother lucky uh there there are two points that are we have taken from 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 that is that uh, when we want to bring in uh, the question of shall we shall we dance the first question that should come is that if it were Christ who lead do 
what we want to do. And that means we must go to the word of God and try to find out, is there a place whereby we have been given uh, the leeway to, to dance and to bring this dancing in, in church? The second point is about how dancing has been made, has been made uh, something familiar to the children in the, in the house. And you find very many children are fighting with their parents when they have that love for the, for the, for the club when they have that love for the for the for the ballroom and you find that parents uh, fight with these children because and they forget that they introduce them to these amusements in the in their very in their very homes in their very homes they introduce them to these amusements now beginning with uh, what you have said that uh, uh, who has the heart and we find that uh, for example if you read galatians chapter 5 verse 22 and verse number 23 there are grand truths that are brought and we know very well that uh, those who become new creatures in Christ Jesus will bring forth fruits of the Spirit. And these are love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. And uh, if you go to Steps to Christ, that is page 58, it says that they will no longer fashion themselves according to the former last, but by the faith of the Son of God, they will follow his steps, reflect his character, and purify themselves, even as he is pure. The things they once hated, they now love. And the things they once loved, they hate. And that is a true uh, uh, transformation of the heart, whereby now someone uh, hates the things that they used to love, and someone loves the things that they used to, 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 to hate. And he says the proud and self-assertive become, uh, become meek and lowly in heart. The vain and super superlicious become serious and uh, unobtrusive. The drunken become sober. The profligate pure. The vain customs and functions of the world are laid aside. And here, one custom and fashion of the world is a, is a, is the issue of dancing. Now, on the second point that you have you have brought up about uh, about uh, uh, dancing, which is a school of depravity. And you have mentioned about how in many religious families, dancing and card playing are made a parlor, a parlor pastime. Actually, yeah, that, that paragraph, when we just move a paragraph below, we find a very interesting uh, subtitle again introduced, which says, David's dancing, not a precedence. And we find uh, lucky that in, in this world, one of the reasons why people are, are troubled with this question is because they have mm -hmm. got some few verses. For example, they look at the, at the, at the life of David. And if we find that if there's an example that is always cited time and again, is the dance of, 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 of David. And it is used as, as, as a reason uh, to say that because David danced before the Lord, then we have got uh, every other reason to, to, to dance. And we find that the most important example of religious dancing in Bible is undoubtedly the story of, of David dancing before the Lord uh, with all his might. Yeah. That is Second Samuel chapter 6, verse number 14. Now, and we find that the time that he danced, he was leading the procession that brought the ark to, 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 to Jerusalem. And mm -hmm. as we are talking about David, is that many view the example of David as the most compelling biblical sanction of religious dancing in the context of a divine, of a divine service. Now, why are we bringing that up? Is because you are, of what you have just read. Because uh, the chapter that you have read, if you just go to uh, the next paragraph, it says, David's dancing is reverent joy before God David's dancing in reverent joy before God has been cited by pleasure lovers. And you began by talking about pleasure lovers. That mm. in these last days, people love pleasure more than they love God. And we find that those who love pleasure more than they love God, they are the ones who are fond of using the dancing of, of David. Because it says David's mm. dancing in reverent joy before God has been cited by pleasure lovers. Why do they cite it? In justification of the fashionable modern dance. But there is no ground for such mm -hmm. an argument. In our day, dancing is associated with folly and midnight reveling. Health and morals are sanctified to, to pleasure. So we, we find here there's a clear distinction between, uh, 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 between uh, uh, reverence and, uh, and dancing. And that takes us uh, further, whereby we look at, uh, mm -hmm. does Christ offer joy? 
does Christ have something to offer and replace these uh, these pleasures of of the world that people want to bring into the church? Uh, because we 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 have, we have just found that when someone is, is is converted, the things they used to love now they hate. If they love dancing, if they love the fashion in the in the in the in the in the in the, in the, uh, in the clubs, they now love something else. Now, if someone forgoes dancing, does Christ have something to offer? Does Christ offer real joy in place of this? Because this is someone who has forsaken, has come to the church, and say, I'm tired with, with the world. Does Christ have something to offer them? He is lucky. Does Christ have something to offer people who have forgone the fashions of the world? Does he have something to offer? Amen. Amen. Um. We can pray before we proceed once again. Amen. Let us believe and pray. Mm -hmm. Our dear Father in heaven, thank you for the discussion thus far. Thank you for opening our eyes, allowing us to see wonderful truths out, out of your word. Our praise that you may anoint us with eyes once again, that you may shed upon us your Holy Spirit to help us understand your word. These are divine truths, yet we are carnal, dear Father. The fact that we are preaching does not mean that we are perfect. So may the word have an impact upon our hearts and upon the hearts of the listeners, all for the glory and for your holy name. Abide with us, sweet lead, through the presence of your Holy Spirit, for we ask in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. So the question is, does Christ offer mm -hmm. joy? Mm -hmm. Many people believe that once I have forsaken the world, mm -hmm. once I have reformed my behaviors, mm -hmm. then my life will become one that is boring, mm -hmm. one that is dull, one that does not have anything to attract. Mm -hmm. But this is not the true picture of a Christian. Um, a, few, a few months ago, there was a story that was trending about this Vinyuka mm -hmm. who was a Seventh-day Adventist. Mm -hmm. And he went, he went ahead to, to shoot a video in which he said that the Seventh-day Adventist is a cult. And the mm -hmm. reasons that he gave for putting forth that statement mm -hmm. is that it, it denied individu individuals the chance to experience joy in life. Mm -hmm. Telling people not to go for parties, mm -hmm. not to engage in premarital sex, mm -hmm. not to not to have fun as the world has, mm -hmm. is denying people happiness. Mm -hmm. But this is not the true picture of a Christian. Sure. While the Christian life will be characterized by humility, mm -hmm. it will not be in any way marked with sadness. Mm -hmm. The Christian life is not a life of gloom. The reason mm -hmm. why many people think Christ has not offered, it is because they have not yet tasted of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. The book of Psalm, chapter 34. Psalm, Psalm chapter 34. Chapter. chapter 34. Psalm the 34th division verse number verse 8 verse 8 it says oh test mm -hmm. and see that the lord is good blessed is the man that trusteth in him amen real real joy real happiness is found in only christ, in christ and christ alone in only one person can we find real joy and that is in Christ. Mm -hmm. Satan has made a counterfeit of joy. And mm -hmm. that is why you'll find that the things of this world can never satisfy. Mm -hmm. For you to know that the joys of only in vain and they are passing away, those who have indulged in sin, although it is pleasurable for moment, its results are always heart-wrenching. Its results are always suffering. It always leads to death and the fact that it it leads to a state of misery reveals that the joy offered by the world is not in any sense joy. Rather, it is suffering that should be quoted. But Christ does not offer any counterfeit joy. Christ offers real joy. 
what the heart has been longing for. You know, in the human heart, there is a longing for something greater. Men long for power. Men long for fame. Men long for... Men long for... There is a void in the heart that they always want to fill. People seek to fill it in various ways. Something they can fill it in education. Something they can fill it in entertainment. But... Oh, I wish they knew that it is God who implanted that void in the heart and God wants to fill it. Mm -hmm. It is only Christ who can fill it. And mm -hmm. so Christ gives the cry to us today that if any man thirst, if you fill this void in your heart today, he's saying, come unto me and drink. That is found in the book of John chapter 7. John chapter the book 7. Of John chapter 7. The verse is number 37 and verse 38. John chapter 7, verse 37. Verse 37. Uh, mm -hmm. He says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Verse 38. Let him he, come unto and me and drink. drink. Uh -huh. Verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Mm -hmm. So Jesus says he is giving us the water of life. You know, there is a, there is a longing. The psalmist paints this in beautiful words that as the deer panted for the water brooks, so my soul thirsteth after thee, O oh God. My soul longeth after thee. That in, in the human heart there is a thirst. And Jesus is willing to feel this thirst. That is good news. This is the same message that met the Samaritan woman and made her to be extremely glad. Mm -hmm. Jesus spoke to her in John chapter 4, verse number 13 and verse 14. John chapter 4, verse number 13. Mm -hmm. And verse number 14, the word of the Lord says this, Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever as I have drinketh... Said before, mm -hmm. just a minute. Mm -hmm. As I have said before, in the human heart there is a thirst. Mm -hmm. And men and women have been trying to fill it in various ways. Mm -hmm. Jesus says, you shall drink, but you shall only thirst again. Mm -hmm. The book of Jeremiah, the Lord says to Jeremiah that my people have forsaken the streams of living waters and have mm -hmm. been drinking from mm -hmm. broken cisterns. That is mm -hmm. actually what men are doing when they go to dance. Mm -hmm. They're living, they're forsaking the mm -hmm. living waters. They're mm -hmm. going to drink from broken cisterns. Mm -hmm. And any, any person who loves to dance will tell you that that joy subsides. Mm -hmm. That joy, it is only momentary. It is only impulsive. It does not last. Mm -hmm. But Jesus says, whoever drinks of this water shall thirst again. So he gives us something more. You cannot read first verse 14. Verse 14 says this. Mm -hmm. It says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Amen. The divine grace which Christ implants upon the heart mm -hmm. is likened to the living waters. Mm -hmm. Those waters that shall never run dry. Mm -hmm. Whoever tastes of this water will be able to sing like David that my cup runneth over. Mm -hmm. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Mm -hmm. It is a joy that cannot be explained in human language mm -hmm. because it is an infinite kind of joy. Mm -hmm. And Christ is offering it unto mm -hmm. each and every one of us. Mm -hmm. what, what remains is for you to come and drink mm -hmm. of this water. Mm -hmm. says, come unto me and drink. His mm -hmm. arms are stretched out open mm -hmm. and he is willing to give this unto you. Mm -hmm. Will you this moment his grace receive? That song mm -hmm. says, grace, grace, marvelous grace, 
grace mm-hmm. that will pardon and mm-hmm. cleanse within. Mm-hmm. Wonderful grace, God's grace, grace mm-hmm. that is greater than all our sins. Mm-hmm. But many, many are wasting their time and opportunity mm-hmm. instead of seeking for these living waters, mm-hmm. instead of drinking of the joy that Christ is giving, mm-hmm. they are going to seek it in mm-hmm. streams that will only make them thirst again. And so mm-hmm. the cry of Christ is, come unto me that mm-hmm. you might have eternal life. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother, brother Lucky. So we see that uh, Christ has got so much joy to offer. And this is the same mm-hmm. Christ that uh, gave, us, gave, us, gave us the word. Uh, because he lived a, a life, uh, the life, the example that he set is a life of depending on it is, it is written. And uh, mm-hmm. honestly, someone will come and read Psalm chapter 150, verse 3 and 4, because uh, uh, Christ has called, and Christ, when he calls us, he gives us joy. And this joy is found in his word. Someone will go to the word of God and read Psalm 150, verse 3 and verse 4, which says, mm-hmm. Praise him with a trumpet sound. Praise him with a lute and harp. Praise him with timbrel and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. So someone will ask, We praise him. And the very word that Christ has promised to be a source of joy says, Praise him with timbrel and, and dance. And in your, in your talk, you have you have mentioned about 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 about, about David, and actually, uh, I just like to add uh, something small that uh, when people use, for example, the the, the verse of Psalm one fifty verse three and number four, and when people get uh, uh, the Bible to try and justify this, there are uh, major 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 flaws. Eh? There are major flaws mm-hmm. that 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 are found in such in such arguments, uh, because mm-hmm. as as Adventists, we know very well that Adventists affirm that one. Scripture and history indicate that dancing was never part of divine worship in the temple, synagogue, and the early church. And you see, so that is a flaw that we, that we find. If you go to the Word of God, you will, if, you, if you study it carefully as, an, as a sentinel, the way we have, uh, we, have, we, have, we have said, is that Scripture and history indicate that dancing was never part of divine worship in the temple, synagogue, and in the other church. So that is, that is one flaw whereby people have assumed that uh, dancing was part of the divine worship. Another flaw is that out of the references to dance or dancing that we find in the Old Testament, uh, only four can be considered to refer to religious dancing. And these are the, are the ones that people have, have, have at times used. For example, Psalm 149, verse number 3, Psalm 150, verse number 4, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 14 to, to 16. But we find that uh, uh, but none of these verses relate to worship in God's house. None of these relate to worship in God's house. Then another, mm-hmm. um, and we find that uh, uh, two of them may not actually refer to dancing at all out of these verses that, uh, that people use to justify dancing. So that is another, another, another flaw. Thirdly, another flaw that uh, has been there, people who say that Christ has called us in the church, he has given us the word, and the word says, come and worship him with, 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 uh, uh, come and worship him with, uh, with trumpet sound, praise him with a lute and harp, praise him with timbrel and dance, praise him with, with, uh, with strings and, and, and pipe. Uh, another flaw, before uh, I conclude with, uh, with that text again, is that uh, in the Bible, uh, when you try to consider what we call social dancing in Bible times, it was done mostly in conjunction with the celebration of religious events, especially the annual, uh, annual festivals. The dance was performed outside the temple by women, children, or men as separate groups and not as male and female couples. Because when you talk about the subject of dancing, yeah. there are some yeah. who even try to bring this male and female dancing. They have, they have, they have, uh, yeah. they have actually uh, uh, datified the, 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 the temple of God. They want to bring the, the, the aspect of, of even male and female uh, couples dancing together during uh, worship service. Now, fourth floor, uh-huh. uh, whereby people have not considered well, that's why they, they wrongly justify the issue of dancing in the church, is that uh, in Bible times, women who did most of the dancing were excluded, from the, were excluded from the music ministry of the temple, synagogue, and early church, apparently because their style of music was associated with the dancing and entertainment. So one thing that we find that people don't want to consider because of superficiality is that this dancing that we find in the Word of God, it was not related with the worship service. And maybe one, one last thing, uh, since you, you, you mentioned uh, David, 
we know very well uh, that when you mention David, uh, music comes into 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 our minds, and we 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 know very well that the, the role that he played in the in the music. And we have established that in the Bible there is no trace of dancing by men and women in the worship services of the of the temple, the synagogue, or the early church. And uh, we uh, we know very well that we remember the Levitical choir. There were instruments that were used. For example, the Levitical choir was accompanied by only string instruments, the harp and the and the lyre. That's what you can find in the book of Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse number thirteen, and First Corinthians, uh, Second Second Chronicles, sorry, Second Chronicles, chapter five, verse thirteen, and First Chronicles, chapter sixteen, verse number forty-two. You find the Levitical choir a choir which is supposed to offer service in the church, that they were accompanied only by string instruments. And when you mention string instruments, you have not mentioned percussion instruments. And when you mention percussion instruments, those are instruments like drums and tambourines. And these we know that they are commonly used for making dance music. And when you look at the Levitical choir, a choir which you should emulate, is that they were accompanied by stringed instruments. And I, we know that the divine plan was that these string instruments would not provoke them into dancing. But some mm -hmm. have not studied this, these aspects. They have just rushed and says, come and dance with, with, uh, with uh, uh, come, and, come, come before the Lord with, with dancing. And we know very well, uh, maybe lastly, as we go to the, the other portion, is that it is important to know that David, who is regarded by many as the primary example of religious dance in the temple, never instructed the Levites regarding when and how to dance in the temple. There is no way God would uh, use David not to instruct the Levites about dancing in the temple, and the same David to use him as an example of dancing or as an excuse of, of dancing. David is the founder of the music ministry at the, at the, at the, at the temple, and we know his relationship with music in the temple. And he gave clear instructions to the Levite musicians regarding when to sing uh -huh. and what instruments to use to accompany their choir. First Chronicles chapter 23, verse 25 to 31. And we find that in this, in this explanation that he gives them, his omission of, of dancing in the divine worship can hardly be an oversight it can hardly be an oversight. Rather, it tells us that David distinguished between the sacred music performed in God's house and the secular music played outside the temple for entertainment. Entertainment. So, many a times we just rush to the verse David dance, and we, we saw very well that the kind of, the kind of dancing that, that, uh, that he danced, it was dancing in reverence joy before God. David's dancing in reverence joy before God has been cited by pleasure lovers in justification of the fashionable modern dance. But we find very well that the dancing of David, that there is no ground for such an argument. And we, we, we remember where David danced. And that's why when you go back to where David danced, it was when the ark was being brought back. And we have established very, very well that there was no way whereby there was dancing in the, in the worship service. But outside the church, outside the church in the, in the, in the festivity, festivities, there was dancing. But in as much as there was dancing, <laughs> it is not the dancing that people want to bring today of, of, of couples. We are, because we are, we are in a social place, let us dance, a man and a woman that are strangers to, to, to each other. To each other. But now lucky is, wh where this brings us is, is this. How shall we overcome the desire to dance? Christ has offered us joy. And when he offers mm -hmm. us joy, this joy is found in his word. And this joy that is found in this word is, is very clear. So this word that people, people try to misinterpret and say that David danced because they have not studied the Bible in-depthly. It's just a superficial reading. How shall we overcome the desire to dance? How shall we overcome the desire to dance? Maybe there's a soul that is asking, how shall I overcome the desire to, to dance? What is, what is the remedy for such a, a soul? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for the exposition. It's proper for us to place verses into perspective mm -hmm. and in context and to understand. As you have said it quite emphatically, that David's dancing does not in any way sanction mm -hmm. the, the modern dancing, especially in religious services. Mm -hmm. So I believe that the Holy Spirit has now convicted some of our listeners to, to, to dancing as displeasing to God. And now they are asking, 
how shall I honor my creator? How shall I overcome the desire to dancing? And the answer, the answer is only one. There is one pattern only which has been given to all of us. And that is how do our lives compare with the life of Christ? Mm -hmm. As I had stated earlier, that for us to understand whether dancing is wrong or right, we only need to look to Jesus. Mm -hmm. That verse that we had read, Revelation 14, verse 12, it mm -hmm. says, Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. The focus must only be on Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. When we carefully study the life of Christ, as recorded in Bible history, you know, many of us do not study the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. Ellen writes in Desire of Ages, page 83, that we should spend a thoughtful hour each day contemplating mm -hmm. the life of Christ, mm -hmm. especially the closing scenes. Mm -hmm. I want us to consider, when you, when you consider those closing scenes, behold, behold the Son of God in the garden of Gethsemane, mm -hmm. with all the weight of sin being placed upon his head, he's in such intense mental and emotional agony that, mm -hmm. that he's sweating drops of blood. Behold mm -hmm. the anguish as he cries, Oh, my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. Who who in his or a right senses can behold such a scene and feel the desire to dance? Mm -hmm. Behold how Jesus is laid on the cross and then darkness covers the earth, how he drinks the bitter cup, how he is derided. The only reason why we dance is because we do not consider the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so when we carefully study the life of Christ, as recorded in Bible history, and the Holy Spirit reveals him to us because it is the work of the Holy Spirit to reveal the truth to us. Mm -hmm. If we go to read the Bible without the aid of the Spirit, mm -hmm. then we shall not understand the solemnity of this matter. Mm -hmm. Jesus says in John chapter 16, verse 13, mm -hmm. you can read it for us. John chapter 16, verse 13. John chapter 16, verse, 13. verse number 13. It says this, the book of John chapter 16, verse number 13, it says, Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth, and truth is none other than Christ, who says, I am the truth and the life. Mm -hmm. So when we study the life of Christ and then the Holy Spirit reveals him unto us, mm -hmm. then we will be convinced for ourselves mm -hmm. that dancing has no place in the life of a Christian. Mm -hmm. We need to look to the life of Christ. Mm -hmm. this, this story of Christ should stir every soul to its death. In another mm -hmm. place, Mrs. White writes, that if we read the story of Christ and we are not in any way moved, then it is a sin. Mm -hmm. It was to save us that the Son of God became a man of sorrows. Isaiah writes it, that all, all of us have strayed away like sheep and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Mm -hmm. That he was wounded for transgression, he was chastised for iniquities, and by his stripes we are healed. Mm -hmm. Let the sense of the of the sacrifice made for us ever be before our sight. Mm -hmm. The songwriter says, I look to the cross every day and hour, mm -hmm. trusting the promise God has given. Mm -hmm. None ever fail, mm -hmm. the, none ever fall need the tempter's power who mm -hmm. trust and obey in the strength of heaven. Mm -hmm. So my sister, my brother, the only way to overcome mm -hmm. the desire to dance, look to Jesus every day. Mm -hmm. You know, there is this beautiful picture mm -hmm. that you are given in the book of in the book of Numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't let me look for the for the chapter. I believe it should be chapter twenty-three. 
the book of numbers chapter 23 as the children of israel were journeying from were journeying from it's not it's not chapter 23 it's it's chapter 21 numbers yeah. chapter 21 when the children of israel were journeying from egypt to the promised land mm-hmm. it reached a place whereby they began to murmur mm-hmm. they began to complain mm-hmm. and we are told in numbers 21 verse 6 that the lord sent fiery serpents among mm-hmm. the people and they beat the people and much of israel died mm-hmm. that is the same thing that satan has done in our midst mm-hmm. he has made he has made men and women to complain on what is clearly stated in the word of god the word of god tells us that dancing has no place in the life of a christian but men and women are complaining and so people have been beaten by this pleasure loving this desire to dance and so the children of israel are dying and moses is told to make to make a snake a bronze snake we we know the story as he makes the bronze snake he a serpent of brass he raises it on a pole and he says that all who have been beaten by the serpents should look should look to the to the serpent brass and they shall be healed that is what christ is telling us today christ is telling us that all of us who have been deceived by satan into dancing look unto him and the same way that the children of israel looked and were saved Mm-hmm. those who shall look to Jesus shall live. Mm-hmm. So the Amen. message for us this day is look and live. Isaiah mm-hmm. chapter 45 verse 22 says mm-hmm. Brother Lango you can read first Isaiah 45 verse 22. Isaiah chapter 45 verse number 22. Uh-huh. The word of the Lord says this Isaiah 45 verse number 22. He says look unto me and be ye saved all the ends uh-huh. of the earth for i am god there is none else amen amen we are called upon to behold the lamb of god which taketh away the sins of the world mm-hmm. to look to jesus mm-hmm. and be saved is mm-hmm. it too hard for us to look mm-hmm. you know it is by looking that we shall overcome the desire to dance mm-hmm. elenoit says it is a law Mm-hmm. both of the natural and spiritual nature mm-hmm. that by beholding we shall changed. become changed mm-hmm. the mind gradually adapts itself mm-hmm. to the subjects upon which it is accustomed to love mm-hmm. and dwell mm-hmm. we shall never rise higher mm-hmm. than our conceptions mm-hmm. of purity mm-hmm. if worldliness is our highest ideal if dancing is our highest ideal then we can never rise above that mm-hmm. and the grace of god alone mm-hmm. can make us to rise so the mm-hmm. answer for us to overcome dancing mm-hmm. look to jesus mm-hmm. spend much time in secret mm-hmm. with jesus alone mm-hmm. by looking to jesus mm-hmm. like him thou shalt be mm-hmm. thy friends in thy conduct mm-hmm. his likeness shall see let mm-hmm. us all spend a thoughtful hour each day looking to christ let us mm-hmm. all fix our eyes on jesus and beholding the man of calvary we mm-hmm. shall become like him be like mm-hmm. jesus be my theme be like jesus be our theme amen amen thank you very much brother lucky uh just before we finish there's something you've mentioned about the israelites on them being stiff stiff naked and uh, actually it's interesting when the bible talks about their stiff nakedness one of the scenes whereby it brings about their stiff nakedness it was a scene where they was dancing exodus chapter 32 verse mm-hmm. number 19 he says and it came to pass as soon as he came nigh to the camp that he saw the calf and the dancing and moses anger was wax hot and he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the mount and he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground and and, and ground it to powder and strode it upon the water and made the children of Israel think of it but look at what verse number 21 says and Moses said unto Aaron what did these people 
what, what did these people unto thee that thou hast brought so great sin upon them? He answers, and Aaron said, let not the anger of my Lord wax hot, for thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. And it's where people are set on mischief that they want to bring in the issue of dancing into the worship service because like the Israelites, they are, they are set on, on mischief. And the solution, as you have said, is nothing else but to look unto Jesus. But in this place, they not look unto Jesus. They looked unto the calf. And when they looked mm -hmm. unto the calf, they, they were set on mischief. And they were, they were, so much, they were caught in, 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 in revelry. So thank you so much, uh, Brother Lucky, for that. And as you have said that when you look unto Jesus, we get everlasting, everlasting life. And as you began, that in Christ is everlasting life. And where there is everlasting life, there is, no, there, is no, there is no death. It says in 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse number 6, But she that liveth in pleasure is dead while she liveth. There are very many who are dead. While they, they, are, they are dead in the pews because they are given to, the, to, to pleasure. And one of the pleasures, according to the context of this podcast, is, is dancing, whereby people want to bring the world into, into, into the church. So we have to look and live, as Brother Lucky says. So, Brother Lucky, God bless you. And Amen. to the listeners, this is just a foundation of, of, of this this is just a foundation. There is so much in the word of God about this topic, and this is just a foundation. And uh, God willing, we'll have another podcast and now delve even deeper into the word of God to, to, to flesh out what God says about, about dancing. Because there is no way God can, can his wrath can wax hot against a, a hidden uh, form of worship in Exodus 32. And again, this same God come and allow David to dance then sanction it, it cannot happen thus. The same view that he had about dancing in Exodus 32 is the same view that he has about dancing uh, in worship services in the whole word, word of God. So, Brother Lucky, God bless you for your time. God bless you for joining this podcast. Uh, whoever wants to find Brother Lucky, you can always visit uh, the website, The Advent Sentinel, www.theadventsentinel. And uh, there are various uh, uh, life uh, giving articles there, uh, various uh, ca categories in the in the site. There is prophecy, there is music of which you're talking about. There, is there are devotionals, there is prayer, there is health, there is study, there is evangelism, there is Sabbath, there is devotion, there is speech of prophecy. www.adventsentinel.com. Always uh, find time. Mm -hmm. To visit there there are several articles there that you will find on various subjects brother lucky god bless you for your time this is just uh, a foundation of setting down the the principles i believe we'll have another episode whereby we'll even narrow down into the nitty-gritties of the issue of dancing maybe brother lucky the last word before we pray the last word that i'd like everyone of us to go with is the verse that we read, Isaiah 45, verse 22. Look unto me and be ye saved. The mm -hmm. devil has deceived many of us to look to pleasure, to look to dancing, to look to the customs of this world. Today, Christ is turning our affection from the things of this world and is telling us, look to me and be saved. In you this moment, turn your eyes upon Jesus. It's my prayer that I look to Jesus. It's my prayer that you look to Jesus and all of us shall be saved simply. Amen. By looking to Jesus. Amen. Amen, Amen Brother Lucky. God bless you. Uh, to the listeners, let's meet for another episode as we shall continue to dig deeper into this uh, subject that has been our podcast today god bless you we shall meet in another episode uh, to close us off brother lucky you can close with the word of prayer and let us pray our father in heaven we thank you for the gracious opportunity to share your word our praise that what we have shared Write it in our hearts, write it in our minds, keep them ever in remembrance before us and help us to order our lives before, hold up our goings and establish our paths that we may not faint. And for those of us 
who are struggling to overcome the temptation of dancing as they look to Jesus promise let them find salvation sweet and let them stay at the foot of the cross looking at Jesus every day and hour keep us safe from temptation and sin now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy and to the only wise lord and king our savior be glory and power dominion and majesty both now and forever for we ask in Jesus name amen 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 brother lucky god bless you and have amen. a blessed sabbath have god, a blessed sabbath too amen god bless us all thank you for joining the episode let's meet again for another episode next time god bless us all